Happy Tuesday, 5AM friends. Today is Tuesday, April 11th, 2023, and I'm Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. Yesterday, we jumped into the start of Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Bet David. Step one was to learn about yourself and your desires, who you are today, and who you want to be. We all know that without a goal of where we're going, we can't build the plan or the map that will enable us to get there. What we also know is that no matter how well we plan our path, we are going to encounter speed bumps, take wrong turns, and face obstacles. So being an efficient problem problem solver is the second step. Good problem solving distinguishes a beginner from a master business person and is key to success in business and life. Bet David defines good problem solving as the ability to think through all options, envision possible consequences of every option, and make beneficial choices based on sound information. The better you become at solving problems, the more success you'll find because you'll start thinking of ways to actually prevent problems. Over the years, I've worked with some pretty amazing coaches, people a lot smarter than me, and one sentiment has always been clear. If you try to solve a problem without fully understanding the problem, you risk not only solving, not solving the issue, but more importantly, you risk making the issue even bigger. One of my coaches always says to me, Chinati, treatment before diagnosis is malpractice. It took a while for me to really understand that and internalize it, but once I did, it was game-changing. I now approach every problem in the business and start the conversation either with myself or with the other person, by saying, tell me your diagnosis and how you got there. We all know that identifying the core problem is the start. I believe, however, that more often than not, the problem you think you need to solve is still just a symptom of a much deeper hidden problem. It's easy to see a problem, have an emotional reaction that says, I just want to solve this. I will do X, Y, and Z right away. But this is where some strategy starts to come into play. The only way to truly solve the real problem is to keep digging to uncover the root. As you start to play through all of the options and consequences of your possible solutions, it's possible that you will have an aha moment or two and see some things that you could have easily missed if you just went with the quick solutions. With respect to business, there is also a second level that needs to be considered when problem solving and that's money. Too often, business owners find themselves dealing with problems related to money. Whether it's decreasing profits, revenues that miss their mark, or expenses that are out of whack. We've all been there. We're lying to ourselves if we say that we haven't. Heck, I know several of us on this call are in the thick of it at the moment, myself included. In these situations, I find it extra easy to jump to that emotional reaction, to try and solve that problem. One of the things that Patrick Bet David really emphasizes in his book is the need to really run your potential solutions through a cost-benefit analysis. Take the emotion out and get down to the nitty-gritty. At the end of the day, we're all in business to make money, right? And while we're in business to make money today, I would bet that we are all in the business to make money, even more money next year and the year after that and the year after that. The option that maximizes profit today may be the same option that stifles profits 18 months from now. Real-life example, we're down in revenues and profits this year. It's been easy to blame the market and interest rates, 
It's easy to say that the agents need more training on how to operate in this type of market. But as we took the time to really diagnose the problem at hand, we found that one of the issues is that one of our biggest lead vendors and one of our biggest monthly expenses was under-delivering on their estimates. So we're falling short on revenues, overspending based on those revenues, and thus not hitting profit targets. Or so I thought. In that scenario, my emotional reaction was to drop the vendor, cut them off, stop spending the money to put almost $100,000 a month back into the budget. But does that solve the problem? Sure, we could put the money back into the business very quickly, and that would actually turn my P&L from red to black. But is that actually the right decision, or is that even the right assessment? I hadn't yet stopped to assess whether the lead source was profitable, even at the reduced lead volume, and if not yet profitable, would it become profitable in a few weeks or months as the leads aged? Would solving the short-term cash flow issue solve my problem today? Maybe. But would it also be hindering the business 12 to 18 months from now? Maybe. Options and consequences. Options and consequences. Treatment before full diagnosis is malpractice. Problem solving is a skill that can be developed and honed over time. While some individuals may have a natural inclination towards problem solving, it is not an innate ability that cannot be learned. Instead, it is a skill acquired through practice and experience. Enter checkers and chess. You can literally work on your problem-solving skills by playing strategy games like checkers and chess, where you are challenged to think critically and make informed decisions prior to each move. Remember that no, no matter how good you are at problem-solving, you will still make mistakes. It is important to learn from these mistakes and use them as opportunities to improve. By reflecting on what went wrong and identifying areas for improvement, individuals can develop more effective problem-solving strategies and avoid making the same mistakes in the future. Patrick Bet David also writes that, to solve a problem, you need to see yourself as an active agent in the problem. Consider how you might have contributed to the problem and take ownership of the solution. This allows you to learn from mistakes and improve as a result of them. So as I wrap up this morning, I hope that you find these tips helpful. But most importantly, I hope you truly internalize that treatment before diagnosis is malpractice. What you see is likely a symptom and not the disease.